What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. Uh, today, we're going to have a little bit of a different intro. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, it's Memorial Day. So I wanted to pay my respects to the troops, show my gratitude and support for them because, you know, it's cliche, it's tossed around a lot, but, you know, freedom isn't free. A lot of these troops and uh, military personnel sacrifice a lot of their time. Some, you know, some ultimate sacrifice in some cases. And uh, I'm just thankful for what they give us because even though America's not perfect, it has a lot of things that can still, you know, improve, sure. It's the greatest country in the world to live and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And I'm just grateful and thankful to the troops for bringing that, you know, because they definitely make it possible. And uh, yeah, so I just want to have a quick moment of silence here as well. And then we'll get into it. All right, thank you for that. Um, yeah, so today's episode is, as you'll notice by the title, I'm sure, I have a guest. A special guest is in the building, back on the Manchild Pod. Uh, it was a fun conversation. Uh, Nikki Sundara and I had. He came over to the apartment. We chopped it up for about 30 minutes. It was a good talk. Uh, I have to admit, this one is brought to you by. Uh, barbecued brains we were very high we, we you know we dabbled and you know maybe that was a bad thing maybe we shouldn't have done it who knows i'm learning we're figuring things out here on the man child pod as you know i don't know what the fuck i'm doing so whatever you know it'll get better uh but yeah so apologies if it seems a little disoriented or whatever i think we did all right uh, i think we held it down but yeah it was fun i have to admit i think i kind of interrupted a little too much but I'm getting better. I'm working on it, folks. We're figuring things out. You know how it goes. But yeah, uh, there was a few things I wanted to talk about before we get into the episode today, though. The first one being LeBron James. I mean, holy shit. I don't know if you're into the NBA playoffs at all or watching the, you know, getting ready for the finals. But his game last night was just phenomenal. I have to say that is, it's just so impressive to watch him do what he's done with this team, with the squad around him. Like, Kevin Love didn't even play last night, and they still won. He went to Boston for Game 7. They were undefeated in the playoffs at home. Boston was. They didn't lose one game until, of course, LeBron had to do it to him. He had to do him dirty. Of course he did. Who wants to see an NBA Finals without LeBron? Not me. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do, but not me. Eighth straight, it's incredible. The dude's a fucking animal. He's unstoppable. He's the best in the world. Uh, and... He's just fun to watch, so I, I I just wanted to give props to him, a shout out to King James doing the doing the damn thing, uh, very impressive. Um, what else? Oh, also excited watching the Houston Rockets game, you know, against the Golden State Warriors. I'm clearly uh, you might think since I'm out here in Cali, I'm cheering for the the uh, Warriors. That is not the case. I'm hopping on the the Rockets bandwagon for sure. Uh. I really want them to win. I think it'd be hilarious if Golden State lost. They just have, I mean, just fuck Golden State, right? You know, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I do kind of like KD, even though everybody hates him now that he did that. But yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm going for the Rockets. I want to see that. That's the game, the series I want to see in the finals. So we'll see. Should be a good one tonight. Excited, looking forward to it. Um, other than that, you know, right now, 
I'm on day six of an eight day stretch here working in a row every day getting up at the butt crack of dawn and it's not too bad I have to say uh, once you just get in the groove and you're doing it it's not too bad so that's good uh, and I got the racial bias training tomorrow which should be interesting um, I don't know what to expect but yeah I'm sure I'll learn a, a couple things which will be nice who doesn't like to learn it's always good to learn so yeah besides that we'll just get into it you know I have a, a little bit of a, an intro here I, I found some interesting facts on Nikki Sandara's Wikipedia page and yeah I definitely didn't make any of these up these are all true uh, the first one here this was a big one that kept mentioning this for some reason but apparently he won a spelling grade a spelling bee in sixth grade very important to him for some reason I guess it was mentioned heavily on the page uh, hasn't let that one go but besides that he also is very interested in martial arts once apparently choked out Joe Rogan yes and has currently had to sign away his hands as lethal weapons. He's 15-0 and 0 in street fights, which is pretty impressive, not bad. So he's pretty much a cold-blooded killer, as you can tell. Uh, besides that, oh, he also was apparently a video game camp counselor? Hmm. Yeah, kids would go away to camp to play video games. You'd think they could just stay home and do that, but I guess, uh, you know, they're weird out here in California. I don't know. But yeah, so he, he did that. Apparently, yeah, that's it. Oh, and he plays the jazz flute. That's really random. Yeah, so those are some fun facts about Nikki Sandara. I hope you enjoy the conversation we had. I sure did. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MilesKCO6. Follow me on Twitter at MKCO6. And thanks for sharing, liking, subscribing. You're the best. And enjoy. Fat nigga and some Gucci, boss Lucci, flew a bitch in from Houston, then I screwed her, feeling shammy in Miami on a fucking scooter, if the bitch ain't fucking this a substitution, time out bitch, bust down rolly, I'm just boiling like I'm Uncle Drew, to these hoes I'm Uncle Luke, ain't honey for the Gucci boots, South Beach, whipping rolls, with some hoes, I don't fuck with new niggas, just a bro, gang gang money over really San Francisco now, but uh, he he asked me, he's like, hey man, I'm moving to San Diego, I got <coughs> a job, would you be interested? And me and another friend were like, hell yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Get me out of Kansas, anything, right? <laughs> like, please. That bad? The escape's that bad? Yeah. Jesus. Like, I mean, Kansas, you know, it has its perks, and there's a lot of good people there. Yeah, Obviously, and I miss there's... My, you know, the Chiefs. Yeah, you're... But, the Chiefs. Uh, I don't know. It was just, I just got lucky. It just showed up here, block, block and a half from the beach. <laughs> yeah. You know what Damn. I mean? Damn. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really think about it. I always take it for granted since I... Because you, you've always lived out here, right? Yeah, yeah. In San Diego area or just like Southern California, like maybe a little... SoCal. I mean, North County, mainly San Marcos. Okay. I don't know if you're... Yeah, that's, so it's like 40 minutes away from here, 45, Yeah, yeah. Right? 
I, I like mainly like lived there. Yeah, my whole life, and then just kind of went around San Diego and. Word. Oh, I guess I should introduce my guest real quick. Or I, I started. It oh, we're on. Yeah, I just started. You I just me. fucking push, press play. You know what I mean? He actually uh, pulled a <laughs> towel over this recording, just like a Houdini trick. Whoosh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, my guest today, Nikki Sandara, fellow comic, friend, all-around good human being. Well, thank you. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to have a little chat today. But So you said always here in Southern California. Yeah. Within, yeah. like, how far from the ocean usually, like, the most? Uh, like, 45 minutes, tw- 30 minutes, something like that, even? 15. 15. 15 on a... <laughs> See, that's what's so... On a day you want to ditch school. Yeah. Let's go to the beach. That's legit. See, because for me, there was a... The closest, like, even body of water was, like, an hour and a half away, really. Jeez. Like, we wanted to go to a lake and, you know, go fucking jet skiing, putting, you yeah. know, get in the water. Yeah. Damn. We had a pool that's... growing up, but, like, it's, which was nice, you know, but that's not the same as, like, being here next to the ocean, going to the beach, or going to a lake, or whatever, you know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Have you experienced, like, Disneyland, or, like... I have not yet. You haven't? Oh, man. I've been to amusement parks before, but not, not to Disneyland. Disneyland's really cool. I... I take time to go out there with some drugs and just go to go have go, fun. Yeah. Go check out Disneyland, yeah, eat just, some edibles, and go ride some fucking roller yeah, coasters. Yeah, just it's a great time. It's a great way to kill a weekend yeah. if you just want to have something to do. That's a good idea. I really do like. I want to do that sometime. Maybe want to have like a, a friend come out and visit, and just like say, "Fuck it, we're gonna go to Disney Disneyland and check yeah. it out." You know what I mean? Totally. Because I I do like roller coasters, and it's been man, it's been fucking years since I've been to like an actual amusement park like i've been to like maybe a water park or something you know yeah every once in a while (laughs) you know what i mean like nobody likes the water park compared to an actual amusement park yeah (laughs) especially disneyland or disney world those are like the peak the peak yeah but i don't know it's it's a it's one of those things i just haven't even like i haven't even been to fucking sea world i live yeah 10 minutes from it and it's just like i don't really have a desire to go there to be fair but like I'm not, I just don't do that kind of stuff. I like to go to concerts and stuff, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. How's the San Diego music scene? I, I don't know anything about it. So, I mean, I don't partake in that that as much, per se, like like the local stuff, really, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, there's a few bands that I kind of like. I've caught them at either the Chili Cook-Off that they have every year here in Ocean Beach. <laughs> no, see, I don't know oh, these things. Oh, you haven't seen? Oh, no, you have to I... come back to, you're coming to the Chili Cook-Off. It's right. amazing. It's so much fun. They, they literally shut down the whole street, all of Newport. It's just like fucking crazy fair. It's like a fair, basically, with like crazy food and Just the dance. typical carnival game. You know, and, and, and it's Ocean Beach. Yeah. So it's, you know, it has a little bit of character to it, for sure. <laughs> a little bit of spice, if yeah, you Yeah, you can find such interesting people here. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, You're gonna it's free entertainment. All... Absolutely. <laughs> the people watching is fantastic that day, so... You'll have to come back down for that. It's like in late June, but it's a good time for sure. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I love San Diego. The music scene here, it, it's not bad. But like, what I do is like, I, I try to now that I live in a place where, like, artists actually come to. Yeah. Like where I lived in Kansas, Kansas City was four hours away. Denver was eight hours away. Like wow. I was, you know, little tiny ass. So are you just surrounded by people that want to kill your dreams and say, "Hey, just come, <laughs> just work." 
Yeah, I mean, just well, that's just that's, get a nine to five. That is the the motto back home is you know like kind of get a job, do your job, shut up, and just get to work. You know Sweet. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I I can like that's how my dad is. Like people are pretty stoic back home. They just like put their head down, they grind, they do it. They are hardworking. That's one thing that I hear about out here is like everyone's <laughs> like, dude, Californians, they're the worst workers. They're dude, lazy as fuck. We but have dreams here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dreams can happen. Yeah. I like to think that. Yeah, dreams back in Kansas, Kansas sometimes seem like something that are like in a land far away, and that's why I moved <laughs> yeah. to California. Well, dude, you know what I mean. You're here. Welcome yeah. to the other side. I got out the trap, so you know that's that's good because I, I do have some friends that are just you know probably gonna live in Great Bend their whole life, which is which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but yeah, I, I want more for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, completely. Which I, is fine. Well, like everybody just... has a different journey. No, what? No harm, no foul. But I had to. I never felt like I was going to stay in kansas yeah but yeah a lot of people here do the same thing you know everyone always tries to like i feel well the people i still like keep in contact with like they're still doing they're still getting married and doing gender reveals and all of these like typical things that yeah i have that same that's one way of living your life i guess how old are you exactly? I'm 25. You're 25, so yeah. 27. So we're right around that same age. Like, yeah. People are getting married. People are having kids. People, you know, they're doing the the big life things. Like, but I have friends back home that have already bought houses and shit. Yeah, it's just like we're on this we're on this boat that we're we're just trying to sail to our dreams, and people are just jumping overboard and yeah, just life raft, got that. a little like fucking getting, paddle. <gasps> yeah, 401ks, and you know, <laughs> everyone just. Yeah, I feel you. I. I don't, you know, I, I had a chance at that. I still kind of do if I want, I guess, you know, like I was in finance. No, don't oh. do it, man. Yeah, don't I, you know, do it. I'm not. And that's, I'm, the thing is, is like, I'm much happier doing this. Yeah. Like, even though it's a struggle and there's times, and as you'll know, you'll be able to relate to this is like when you're up there, like after a set or whatever it may be, nobody was in the crowd. Nobody paid attention. You felt <laughs> like death. And you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? And it, it and then you go, ah, oh, but I have to. Like, but I have to. Right? That's that's all. That's the thing. It's just, it's really just trying to push yourself, like, whenever, whenever uh, you know you don't have to do it, that means you have to do it. You know oh, what I'm saying? You like, you fucking... know you don't want to do it, but you just have to do it. Just fucking do it. And that's it. And then everything will start, like, making sense. Yeah. Hopefully. And... And it's all about one of the things I think like our generation in particular has a problem with is like delayed gratification. Like yeah. I think we both understand like if this does happen, first of all you're gonna get a little lucky, and second of all it's gonna take some time. Yeah, like, it's gonna like I feel like I'm going back to school for comedy right now. Like I just started. I'm like a freshman. I'm fucking out here just kind of <laughs> meeting people. Like what's up guys? Yeah. I don't really know how to do this yet, but I'm here. Like you know what I mean? And yeah, I don't think none it's of like us four, ever four, know. Five years before. <laughs> You even can taste a little something almost, it seems like. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean... And who knows? It's a diff- Everybody has a different journey, but that's just kind of what it seems like sometimes. Yeah. It's... I mean... Yeah, I mean, like... Everyone just... We're all going through it together. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like... You know, like... We all should just push each other mm-hmm. to just help each other more because we all we all like go that's through good, this thing you know that's a good point i feel like sometimes people can be a little cold or a little standoffish or just not 
not as supportive as maybe it can be. And it's, I think it's easy to be that way. I think comedy still has that reputation of, like, you know, like someone trying to snatch something from you. and Yeah, like, like pull I'm, out the rug from under your feet and be like, ha-ha, bitch, yeah, I gotcha. It's, I, I think it's just that, like, idea of it. Everyone goes in with that mentality and then just, you know. It's a dog-eat-dog world. And, yeah. that, and it's not even that that's comedy. That's America. Like, <laughs> like Whoa, you're getting deep. No, but kind of is, right? Like, we are very, like, individually, like, oh, I gotta get mine, I gotta do me, I gotta figure this out, right? And, and comedy is kind of a very narcissistic thing, you know, you want <laughs> yeah, to be on a stage, yeah, you know? we're crazy. So it's like, it's almost like, a, even to a certain extent, it could be a higher echelon of like that, like, oh, me, 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 you yeah. know? You know what I mean? So it's weird, but I agree. It, it should be something that's more supportive, more like, hey man, that was a good set, or that was funny, or like, oh, here's like a little tag, or I don't know, whatever it can may be, just more supportive. Yeah, or that, or just you you know just not trying to kill people on stage or threaten yeah, to shoot some people an audience clearly like, you're unstable at open mics that's one thing that it's like <laughs> open mics kind of have a an attraction of like i feel crazy. guilty that i always have to like think of him you know like he's still there and this yeah. is kind of creepy he could be listening to this like yeah maybe I, I don't have him on Facebook, hey, and man. I don't. And let's I, not name him. Okay? Yeah, we let's haven't. Not bring him into this. No. Oh, dude, we just we just jinxed this. <laughs> we just jinxed us, man. I think just because it's I'm cursed. thinking about it, it's gonna come. You know, it's just. Oh no. <laughs> is that is that the way and, positive thinking works? Like, if I think about him, he's just gonna show up. You now? manifested it with your mind. Okay. It could this happen. This is not how I want to spend my Friday, Miles. No. Not how I want to spend my Friday. <laughs> I feel you there. Yeah, I don't know. Open mics are wild, but back. I love it though, man. It's it's so great. Like just like, you know, like it's just it's, like a hangout good. as long as you're nice and cool. Yeah, I've it's been much more fun for me now that I've like got to know a few people that I like, almost, in a strange way, like oh, I like look forward to hanging out with them for a few like a few hours every week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's what's nice about. I love seeing your face once a week, man. Yeah, it just it, it works out so nice. Away. Thank you, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, of course, with that tie dye shirt too, man. It just, <laughs> hey, you know, it's like the it's the really uniform. You're really right now. It's the uniform. I gotta, I gotta. It's like my <laughs> Steve Jobs. He wears a fucking turtleneck. I wear a tie dye. You're going with the tie dye look. Yeah. <laughs> you just always fuck. look like you're on drugs with that shirt. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that. Like, I'll walk around all the time and I'll get a handful of questions, and the questions are usually like, "Do you want to buy weed? Do you have <laughs> weed?" Do you want some acid? <laughs> like, literally, people will ask me, like, and that's the thing that's crazy about Ocean Beach is just, like, you like you run into so many characters down there by the beach. Yeah. And just all kinds of Well, you're kind of, <laughs> you're not wearing a repellent to them, no. I'm just saying. I do have a, a bullseye on my on my head, basically, with this. Yeah. Just like, oh, this guy probably knows. Maybe wear a bolo tie, then, <laughs> And some boots, some cowboy boots, yeah, a bolo just... tie. I have a buddy that actually has like a boat. Like you have friends that they rock that for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that's the real deal back home. We don't play. We don't play oh, in Kansas. Man. We know how to dress. I well, I, I've never like I've never been. I think Vegas is the farthest I've been, or San Francisco. To like like oh, traveling wise. Oh like just, really? Yeah. That's the farthest you've been, huh? Yeah. You've never like, been like anywhere East Coast or anything like that. No, why see the world when you got the beach? Right? <laughs> oh, damn, that's that's crazy. I have, I guess, I've traveled more than that. Then at least <laughs> I, I, I could see how when you, 
if you lived out here in Southern California, like, fuck, why do I really need to go anywhere else? Yeah. I could get that vibe totally here, just like, hmm, pretty fucking good here. I don't know what else is going to beat this. Yeah, I mean, I've never had to deal with, like, snow and shoveling, oh. you know. Did yeah. you have to do that? <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, of God, course. I'm sorry. Yeah. People don't understand, like, Manual labor? Ugh. Cold as fuck in Kansas. It's, like, right by, right off the mountains, like, that wind just rips through Kansas and just is horrible. And you get... Yeah. Have you seen a tornado? Nope. No. Well, kind of. Like, in the distance. Like, I've never, like, really experienced a tornado. But some crazy storms, for sure. Yeah. It's funny. Whenever... When, when anybody finds out that I'm from Kansas, it usually... The conversation usually goes one of two, two ways. Like, first of all, they're like... They, they might be shocked. Like, oh, Kansas, you made it out here? You live here? Like, <laughs> like you know, like a little caught off guard by that. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Then it could either be that or, like, some stupid Wizard of Oz, like, oh, you're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Oh, like, my God, you get those puns. Bro. Ugh. I just, like, I, I just want to, like, shoot myself in the face after I hear stuff like that. And then the last one's usually, like, see a tornado, bro? <laughs> like, those are the questions that I usually get about Kansas. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But never, never a tornado. Just crazy storms, you know. I mean went to like pick up after tornado wreckages of other places you know which is gnarly it just like towns just kind of like you just broke my heart there i mean i yeah i was in such a happy mood there (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry to take the mood down hey yeah let's talk about the uh, issues now yeah i wanted to ask you a little bit about kanye especially since you just had that new album that come came out you know he produced with push a t you got a chance he produced that yeah he produced all of it did you know that oh wow is that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He's like he produced every, and he only featured on the one song. But obviously, apparently, there's been like, did you know? I don't even know all of the controversy around this yet. It's you know, it's early on still, but uh, like Kanye West kind of made him use the like Whitney Houston drug photo or whatever as his like album cover, and people are getting all in a they're in a hissy over this again. Like he's oh, he's the master. That- that's why it's one of the reasons because they're like, oh, that's disrespectful to her, you know. Da, 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 da. I don't know all of the details, right? There's just like that's the early kind that's of like the contra- Yeah, I don't really keep up with like the controversy side of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just try to listen to the music and then just stay me, stay away from the you know. It's smart. That's the best way to do it because the music's phenomenal and it's really like kind of unmatched in many ways, like in the hip hop industry, especially yeah. the production, his verses. Like he's just I don't know. He's one of my favorites, obviously. Yeah. But, He's also like, he he's kind of a master marketer in many ways because he does he he saw what like I think he saw what Trump did with his like I'm gonna talk shit I'm gonna get all this free media coverage because people are gonna be like oh my god can you believe what he said yeah can you believe what he did this time and he keeps doing that and it just kind of just keeps creating more just like the bubble around him keeps going bigger and bigger and he yeah just, so he's just... like he said oh I like Trump and then he has the verse in that song where he's like you think if I wear the ma- the ma- the MAGA hat or make America great again hat. Like I'll, I won't get pulled over by police. Like he, like he kind of has like he's poking uh-huh. the bear and shit. Like with, with his yeah, verses, like yeah. I like it, and it, it and it, it's kind of a marketing scheme. You I know. know what I mean? It's it's just crazy. More buzz because he releases this album. It's not even his album. He just produced it, and now that's gonna create more buzz because the Whitney Houston controversy. And he's taking the blame for it, and now his album wow. is gonna come out in like a few months or whenever it is. And you're gonna be like, oh, he just you know he's gonna crush it again as always. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. I mean, it's interesting, right? That's my theory. I don't know that, what... and I I think marketing music is just completely different now too. You know, like 
he yes it is like you i don't think you could just put out uh an album and then just have it unless you're like j cole where he just puts out you know you can put mm-hmm. out an album and just like leave it there no marketing no nothing and just have like he did like one music. interview like i saw like one interview yeah. on youtube and that was it. it wasn't like a big he was hitting like breakfast club and ebro and like yeah making, like, the everyone's rounds, you know i don't I mean? yeah everything's just so like those those are the new um you know uh way to propel you if you get on complex if you get on all these and it's just it's yeah. such a well such a weird like and you almost have to be controversial because again like i do like the i like the it's breakfast just selling club. yeah selling the thing you know you yeah, gotta make you that gotta, money exactly you, 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 you kind of have you to do whatever pushing, you want i guess and, and i heard a good quote i think it was actually i've heard bobby lee quote it from mitzi short uh if you want to be a star half the people love you and half the people hate you like legit like oh i can't fucking stand that yeah like, you have to be able to deal with that if you want to be like the biggest the superstar yeah you know what i mean that's true that's which is true. really interesting when i heard that i was like oh that's a good point because a lot of the people who you know are the best they do have all these haters and they kind of do have that under like oh he ain't that good he's overrated he's this he's that yeah yeah he's just it's having a following and just people that support you mm-hmm. it's, it's that's what's so interesting about comedy is like you have to get an audience you have to find that audience yeah. kind of because like <laughs> you gotta go and find people that want to listen to you talk about masturbation <laughs> <laughs> exactly and your take on it it's because <laughs> it is tough it's not easy and even though you like even if you have a nice dick you know it might not be <laughs> enough so it might not be enough. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can't you can't pull your dick out on stage anymore. That's you know that's oh, R.I.P. I never even. I've heard Have you seen a dick on stage yet? I haven't. You haven't? Uh, I saw balls. Balls. I saw like balls. Fair enough. Yeah, it was. It's aggressive. It's a it's an aggressive maneuver. It's you getting always, there, you know. Yeah, you always hear about comedians like on podcasters that go like, oh, I just wh- just people whip their dick out all the time. I know it's it like, is. Now it's I like, feel oh, like we're hell no. I feel like we're doing a bad thing for the scene just to talk about balls. It's progress, though. It happens. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I would laugh. It's a checklist off, like you know, your bingo open mic of what you can see. That's hilarious. It's a checklist item on the open mic bingo. (laughs) Yeah, it is for sure. I mean, open mic's wild stuff. But um, I was gonna also ask you. I thought what's interesting since we had this in common. the unemployed life. Oh, hey, it's... So it's like... Because I, I wanted to talk about, like, the arc of unemployment a little bit. Because, like, at first, it's, like, the greatest thing in the world. At least for me, it was the best thing that could have happened to me at that time. Like, I was... I got it's, laid yeah, off. And it, I was like, oh, freedom. I had, like, a little bit of money coming in from, you know, unemployment and severance and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I was able to get by, and it was great. But I... I don't know about you, but like I can't be trusted with too much time. Oh no, I'm the worst irresponsible. Yeah. Motherfucker around. Yeah. See, I don't and know if that's part of like being a comedian or what, but like I don't know. That <laughs> me, that's our way to rationalize our bad, you know, the yeah. things we do <laughs> when you're given that much time. But you know, like, what can you do? You yeah. just deal with it. That's true. Um. It's. Anyway, sorry, we had to pause up for a second. Had to get some water, but yeah, it's like. 
I don't know where you're at in the like how long it's been for you, but by the end of it, I was just like, holy shit, I need to get a job just to like. It's nice now that I'm working again. Like, sure, it sucks that I have to get up at five thirty some mornings or whatever. Yeah. But I actually kind of feel like useful again in a way. It's like, oh, I'm like productive. I'm not just <clears throat> sitting around all day, and maybe I write for like an hour or I go to an open mic and that's like that was my day. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I, I would get in like a funk almost. I don't know if that's happened to you at all, but I was like, it was nice to be oh, like yeah, working it, again. It totally, I feel like I'm on the downhill right now. It yes. sucks, man. Get me. But I'm just so have picky. Been, yeah. yeah, I have. Have you been looking I, though? Yeah, I, I had an interview at Starbucks. I don't think it's happening though. Really? Yeah, there's no way. Like this lady just, <laughs> she just seemed like one of those managers that just, was too power hungry and i don't know if it yeah she was just you could just feel her like her energy her her demanding energy like she she'd really make sure you clean those drains or like just stand over your shoulder to make sure micromanage everything yeah just be like oh you better make sure this is good or i'm gonna get into him and i just felt that and i like just wanted to run away but i had to go through with it you know and she she starts how long ago was that uh that was like last week. Last week. Yeah, so, so I'm looking. Week. Yeah, so you're out here. You're on the you're on the job hunt now. Recently. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I feel you. There's n- like, I don't get how people, like, not go crazy, like when you're unemployed for this long. Like I. Yep. I need like human interaction. You know, yes. like. Yeah, like... that's what's good for me. I feel like that was one of the things that I would talk about. I was like, I feel like I'm gonna get socialized again, like get back, be part of society. But yeah, like but then that idea scares the fuck out of me yeah. because you gotta, you gotta hang out with these people that, you you know, like, just do the mundane like mm-hmm. things where we talk about the what Netflix show are you guys watching right now, and you just have mm. those type of like. Like, you feel like you're getting to know someone, but you're not because everyone's in this, like, HR, like, everyone needs to be corporate. Like, yeah, you can't you, really you, joke around. Yeah, you don't, you know, you don't. Because like, when we're just talking. You're like, not yourself, and it, it, like, scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, that's such a good point. Because I'm definitely not myself, really. Like, I, I do enjoy all the people I work with at Starbucks. Like, I got pretty lucky. It's a pretty cool group there, to be honest. And, uh, but I, I'm not, like, completely me there. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, but that's, I, I, I guess that's just me being guarded maybe, or maybe I feel like I have to be because like you said, it's like, if I say the wrong thing or do this, I could lose my job or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. But like, just... we're just like sitting behind Winston's smoking a bowl, bullshitting, like anything goes really. Like, yeah, you can just fucking we're just, say whatever we're just you want. hanging out Yeah. and we're all just doing it because we like to do stand up and yeah, it's weird because it's almost like in a weird way it's like i don't even know how to explain it because i still because it's not it's not completely true but like a lot of the people i've met in stand-up so far that i get along with the most are just like really interesting and i've made more friends quicker in oh, they're stand-up the people yeah i've made more holy shit more dude. friends in stand-up recently than my entire time so four years in san diego i probably have like five or six like friends that i would maybe hit up and be like hey let's grab drinks or hey let's do this side or the other right yeah and like one of them I, I live with now one of them moved to huntington beach not that many yeah but now that i've been in stand-up for almost a year or whatever i have like 10 to 15 new friends almost that like at any given time i might hang out or they might just hit me up or whatever you know what i mean and it's really cool to be in that like community i guess I yeah because like you're part of something bigger than yourself almost yeah i mean 
Even if it is just fucking dick jokes and farts. <laughs> Kansas does not have what we have here. It, yeah, it's just, I never even... You're good. You don't have to go back. Yeah, I don't want to. I'll be homeless out here before, <laughs> before I go back if yes. I had a choice. Like, I'd just be like, you know what? That's, I've seen people out here. That's they, the mentality, they figured it out. Yes. I can do it. I can, I can fucking make it happen. It's just like, I don't know. In Kansas, I never even really... I always loved comedy. I always, like, thought it would be amazing. Like, I kind of, like, in the back of my head, like, I, I like the idea or whatever, right? Yeah. But in Kansas, it was never something like, oh, I'm going to be a comedian. Never was it's, an option. It's such a, like, like just it's just saying like yeah i'm gonna be a rock star or you know like <laughs> yeah. that's that's how it is in my eyes like, i'm gonna be a movie star yeah here it's it comes just, yeah it's I, that same vein yeah it is crazy no matter how you look at it really yeah but god yeah just like the the idea of like being a comedian is still like such a pipe dream like if someone says i want to be a doctor the, there's the a people, path people will believe you yeah there's like yeah you could become a doctor man yeah I always feel, I don't, I, I hate that I feel this way, I shouldn't feel this way, but like, I always tell people that I'm uh, trying to be like, you know, like, I'm trying to be a comedian or whatever, like, I, like and yeah, I always and feel like those, kind of, oh my god, tell me a joke, and you go through all Yeah, I feel like, they're thing. like, do a dance for me, Jester, like, yeah. yeah, it's like. And then your co-workers just come up to you like, hey, what do you, like, what do you Are have you, to say? You co- you're the comedian, yeah. and you get those remarks, and then you just want to like what, really like hang yourself, and you know, just yeah. It's it's always horrible when they're like, "Tell us a joke," and, one and they of the don't understand that, the context of what it actually like is, and and how I prepare, and the setting, and all of it. Like, there's yeah. so much more that goes into it than like, hey, here, comes <laughs> the, "Here comes the fire, baby." That's what. That's the only thing I probably hate the most about comedy is like. Everyone thinks it's something until they actually go up and like understand what it is to perform and like yeah you know it's not just and how difficult knock knock who's there you, like when you know? I hear people like kind of talk shit on like even like other comedians like they'll say oh I thought this so and so special wasn't that funny or this that or the other I'm like you know how hard it is as a comedian <laughs> to go up there and get laughs and do it for an hour or whatever like how are you going to hate on anybody who makes a special like. Yeah, because there's so much work that you know. There's so much work that went into that, and like, I just can't really. It's hard for me to like. Yeah, maybe that wasn't my thing, but it's hard for me to hate on something because I know how much work it takes to become even slightly proficient at stand up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, everyone just they fuck. What what'd you just say? Just so like I was talking about like how people kind of can have a tendency to. Oh yeah, hate on like stand up and like they'll be like, oh I'm like I've heard you know people around the scene sometimes say like oh I'm funnier than so and so, and they're talking about like like Tony Hinchcliffe or somebody that's like, <laughs> or you know like whatever like you know somebody who's in the game has been doing it for ten years has yeah. specials. Has Everyone some, always has like their own. And maybe you need to think you're the best, and if I could turn that button that's on fine. in my head, that'd be great because people... then I'd have more confidence. But yeah, like maybe some people just maybe they use need it to, as yeah. that you know. But I just know so much work goes into, like, trying to put together an hour. Hell, trying to put together five minutes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You, so, you know what I mean? That's just how I feel. It's like, I can't hate on people like that, you know? Yeah. It's, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, I really think it's it still has that, like, reputation of, like, you Everybody know. for themselves. Yeah, everybody for themselves when it's, like, when all we need to do is just 
you know, like yeah, because if there's we're all in this, we all win. Like it's one plus one equals three. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you keep know? doubling up. If there's more for everybody, there's more for everybody. Like yeah. if you're doing it, yeah, yeah. Well, that and like media, you. Everyone's shitting out content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, honestly, like you you get blown in the wind anyways you know like yeah you, for sure like all these like specials and all these things they just kind of get dumped into the internet and it's just supposed to stay there and yeah that's... and then your life goes on and yeah and they're just kind of there just lingering yeah i mean that's what these podcast episodes are doing you know like yeah they're, they're just kind of sitting there it's gonna who, drift away whoever and... wants it they, i mean like i can't even remember what i talked about in the first episode <laughs> or second episode like that's long dead i'm, in my I'm head. sorry to kill your dreams man but <laughs> <laughs> no i mean they've been dead for a long time but, <laughs> but i don't know it's just it's interesting it's it's, it's hard out here but you got to do what you got to do i love it though i was gonna like, ask you about like do you do a lot of writing or do you just kind of try to do your stuff on stage or how do you go about like um i've like i've gone through phases where like i'll write in like a little notepad for like one week and then yeah like this little thing like something like this yeah and then you go with an idea you go on stage you you know you rework it and so you do a lot of your stuff on stage kind of yeah you'll come up with an idea yeah there's always an idea idea on stage and try to meld it into something on stage more yeah and then just trying to find your rhythm with like how you want to deliver it and yeah i i do i do both Mm -hmm. i yeah i do go up there with an idea and just try to word it out too but yeah i i try not to think of it as like you like you only write in this one journal like you keep like comedy you know you always think about it one Mm -hmm. and then like just because you have this paper doesn't mean you like can't write something down like you don't need your big notebook yeah yeah i feel you i see what you mean because i'm i've always been kind of a guy who like it it mostly comes from me like sitting here and just writing like you can see it's just like that's that's how i get it yeah like, I just really... i'll do that sometimes too but i try not to be like too and see that's melted my... in this one idea that you have to just see that's my write, you that's know? part of the problem i have on stage sometimes is like i don't know how to drift or i don't know how to be like if it's not going well and i'm just up there and i'm like well here's the next material like here we go we're just yeah. gonna keep nailing it down like sometimes <laughs> i get better and i'll just like lo- loosen up and be like uh, you know it's off the cuff and it, it'll be all right but i kind of yeah i do kind of go up there like pre-planned like yeah and if the plan doesn't go right that's but if what that's 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 what you have to go through if you want to like if you go up there if i go up there with an idea mm-hmm. i you just you accept the bomb because ah. you know like you're whatever because you know you're like i'm going up here and i don't really have anything but i'm gonna see if i can make something happen. yeah and you deserve that maybe if you mm. if you don't write it down word for word you just oh i see what you're you saying. deserve the bomb too okay. yeah yeah i mean the bomb's unavoidable yeah it happens sure. and it, it is literally it's a thing you it's, just <laughs> it's always funny it's like every time i think i'll be like you know what it wasn't that bad and then i'll bomb again and be like oh it was so terrible yeah. like <laughs> and then your week is just this <laughs> yeah this grinding until you can try to get something else that you want to feel and then yeah. then you ride that and then it's it's really a roller coaster it really is like emotions for me yeah 100 percent. yeah but <laughs> but it's great yeah um so let's see that's about 32 minutes so yeah we'll just wrap it up that was pretty good i think 
What did we even talk about? We talked about comedy. We talked about Kanye. We talked about life, living here in San Diego, yes. Kansas. You from Kansas. Yeah, you know, we just got into the, the nitty-gritty a little bit. The nitty-gritty. Yeah, so I appreciate you coming, Nikki, to the Millennial Manchild podcast Of course, here. man. I'd love to be back whenever, I guess. Yeah, we'll definitely go back. I want to see that monkey smoking weed <laughs> again. My one piece of my Yeah, your I one piece two, of art. I have two pieces of art. Look at that one over there. Oh, what, is that just an ocean? <laughs> yeah, that's What's a that? fish getting chased by the, yeah. But anyways. Wow, it's, yeah, you really got a museum here, dude. It's I great. know. I, I'm pretty much starting my own museum, like you said. It's Fantastic, yeah. It's pre- pretty big deal. And I have a library. As you can see, a whole, my own library of books over there. Yeah. I'm living the good life here in I'm San surprised Diego. you don't rent that out to your neighbors. <laughs> it's so big. Right, right. All right. Well, thank you, Nikki. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Am I too complex for complex con? Everything they say cause a new debate. You see, he been out of touch, he can not relate. It's hard way too long, bitch too bad. Got a surrogate, his kid, get two dads. I be thinking, what would Tupac do? You be thinking, what new kids on the block do? If you ain't driving wild black, do they stop you? Will MAGA hats let me slide like a drive-through? That phone call from Ricky still hazy. When heaven got an angel named Avery, you gotta watch who you calling crazy. Yeezy, the newest billion dollar baby. It won't feel right till I feel like Phil Knight. Going for six rings like what Phil told Mike. Seven pill nights, who know what that feel like? No more hiding the scars, I show them like seal, right? How do you respond? All right, there you have it, folks. The 30th episode of the Manchild Podcast is in the books. Woohoo! Woohoo! That's what's up. We're just doing it. We out here. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. It was fun for me. I'm going to keep trying to get more guests in here, trying to do that, because I want to get better at interviewing. I know right now I kind of, I, I, I don't know, I feel like I control the conversation a little too much. I need to let the guest flow with it a little more and give them a chance to respond and you know, ease up a bit. So I'm excited to keep pushing that, uh, learning how to interview and figure out how to make this a little bit better. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm keeping it short. We're, we're wrapping it up. It was a long one today. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, much love, big kiss. And until next time, man child, out. This is what you call a flip. Took keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. K.O.D. He hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. K.O.D. He hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. K.O.D. He hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from his mama whip. K.O.D. He hard as shit. Wow. Niggas been cramping my style, blowing my high, they want to reply, the number one question is how, how does it feel, now that you own, how much you work, how big is your home, how come you won't, get a few features, I think you should, how about I don't, how about you just get the fuck on my dick, how about you listen and never forget, only go say this one time then I'll dip, niggas ain't worthy to be on my shit, haven't you heard I'm as cold as a tip, tip of the ice, but that tip the Titanic, don't tiptoe around it, my shit is gigantic, as big as the fucking Atlantic, I'm lit, bitch, this is what you call a flip, Ten keys from a car to brick, Bentley from him, mom. K-O-D, he hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Bentley from him, mama whip. K-O-D, he hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick.
what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Gently from him, mama with K.O.D. He hard as shit. This is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a car to brick. Gently from him, mama.